Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 9 Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Welcome back, baseball family, to another episode of the Baseball Together podcast. I'm your host, Brig, and I got Blackjack Brad here with me as always. Blackjack Brad. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but he whatever, is I'm here in, anyways. He's in the house, peeps. <laughs> All right, listen, we're really excited to bring you this show. We have some really exciting current events, some stuff that you probably don't know about, and that, you know, that's that's not always the way we roll, so that's okay, <laughs> and... <laughs> Then we're going to get into KBO updates, and and then we're going to talk about the uh, we're going to talk about what we think and some of our friends think is the best logo in Major League Baseball right now. Yeah. So stay tuned, and we're going to get into this. Let's do it right now, Brad. Let's do it right now. Right now, COVID test results have come back. They did. Despite and, the delay, is, despite the delay, they made it back. <laughs> well, not sure we'll ever go without a delay again, as long as Robbie's in charge. Well, yeah, there's there's one more holiday in the season. We still got Labor Day, so they need to make sure that they they huh. they have delivery on a holiday, like pay extra, whatever you got to do for that. But it it yeah, got it's got to happen. So come on, Rob. Yep, come on. Come on, Rob. <laughs> so they tested 3,748 3, players were tested. Players staff, came back everything. with... Yeah, staff, everything, right? And they came back with 66 positive cases of COVID-19 around the league. That's pretty good. Now, I don't, it's pretty good. I don't know who's wearing their mask, but dilly yeah. dilly to you. I mean, I'll say this. We're going to get into KBO later. They've had zero positive tests this season. That's right. So I don't know if there's a, a model that MLB needs to adapt that the KBO has to get that 66 down to even like 10, right? But that right. being said, I've been deep into KBO lately, and Daniel Kim, the reporter, the KBO reporter who's on ESPN, says the reason they haven't had any positive tests in the KBO is because they're not having any in Korea. Seoul had like eight the other day. And that's a population that's right. of 10 million. So that helps. But at the same time, I do think there are some protocols that MLB can adapt that, that the KBO is using to help keep everybody from uh, getting sick. So I agree. But I also, I also think it's important to note that the national narrative and the collective opinion is weighing heavily in this equation. I mean, if you look at Korea and what they've done, I mean, they went on pretty close to lockdown pretty hard very very quickly yeah and they you know masks are mandated in south korea right now and they i think that that has a lot to do with stopping the spread mm -hmm. and you know we've been beating this drum for a long time 
I'm not great at wearing my mask out and about. I'm going to be the first to admit it. Mm-hmm. But I also am not great about going out and about. So the, yeah, yeah, you and, know, and I get that too because I'll admit, like if I remember, I wear, I really try to. Uh, my four-year-old Stella, who has autism, she will not wear one, and she'll let my wife yeah. wear one. She'll let let Wilson wear one. But if I try to put one on, looking at her, watching her, saying, "Hey, Stella, here's my mask." She flips, so I yeah. can't wear one if I'm out and about with her. So, and she won't keep one on. So, There's no, that, my my three year old's not keeping one on either. <laughs> but it's it Even makes on, it tough, we but at the same time, you can see in Korea that what it's doing. But right, no, exactly. And my inconvenience is not worth your life. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, your life is more important than me being inconvenienced mm-hmm. for a moment. Yeah. Few time. moments, anyway. So I totally agree with all that. I get it, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not trying to make light of it at all. But there are a number of players who have tested positive, as we said. Mm-hmm. Among them, Charlie Blackman, Freddie Freeman, mm-hmm. um, and because of those, we have people who have decided to not play um, because of those positive test results. Right. Last year we went through a whole list of guys. Um, Mike Trout, I believe, did opt out, like you'd said. Um, yeah. And since then we've had Felix Not last Hernandez. year, last week. Did I say last year? Sorry, last week. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it feels like last year. Let's be honest. It does. <laughs> but yeah. But so we had we had him opt out. And we had Felix Hernandez opt out, and I'm sure that the Braves are kind of like, oh, okay, because he was on a minor league deal anyway. Um, yeah. So you know they don't need to worry about him in the. In the um, in the rotation, which I'm a big Felix fan, but he has had his heyday. Anyway, that's a different discussion. Buster Posey opted out today. It is Friday, July 10th. He opted out today. At least the news came down today. Um, I did not know this, but he and his wife apparently adopted premature twins. So right. he's got a pretty good reason to not be out and about and risking getting sick or bringing anything home. So Agreed. Good on him for taking that precaution i i can appreciate that so now there's a bunch of players that they didn't test until they reached the united states there's a bunch of players from the dominican that uh didn't get tested on their way off the island right yeah it sounded like they, they sent a charter plane to those guys so they didn't have to fly commercial which i can appreciate that makes sure perfect sense absolutely Yes. So a sterilized yeah. airplane. But test those guys before they get on the plane because if they get here and any of them have it or one of them has it, they're on the plane together, then there you go. You know? Yeah. So so I, I think that that was something that was probably overlooked. I mean, how many times this week, Brig, have I texted you and said, we're not having a season this year because of. The, almost every day. I, it feels like it. I mean, because you had the, the, the yeah. delay in the testing results. You, you know, there were camps that were shut down because of that. These guys getting on the plane that weren't tested. It feels like they have a 100-plus page document that has all of these protocols, but there are a lot of things that are being overlooked, and I am afraid there's going to be something really big that was overlooked, and it's going to shut it all down. Yeah. So, really nervous. I agree with you. I'm nervous. I don't want to talk about it. I feel like this is one of those situations where when you have a no-no going, you just yeah. you just button it up. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's the vibe. This carries the same vibe. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's tough and it's it's a little scary 
I mean, I know a baseball season isn't that important, but at the same time, the ramifications of the season being shut down is scary. So, yeah, keeping a close eye yeah. on it. Uh, if if anybody else is not, that's what we're here for. Keeping an eye on it for you. Now, listen, I have to. I know this wasn't planned, but I have to scold you a little bit. Okay. Because baseball season is important. Well, and it is. In the grand scheme of things, though, there are things that are more right. important. Right. No, I, I recognize that it may be, so. like, existentially inconsequential. <laughs> Let's, I'll give you that. But I do believe baseball is important. The season is important. It, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine tonight, actually, Mike Farns. He's been a guest on the show. He said, you know, I would give anything to be over at the, we have a minor league club here in town. Uh He said, I would give anything to be there right now. I'd be there four days a week, maybe more. And I said, I "I would, I would too, you know, with everything that I've had going on in my life, I would Mm -hmm. kill to go to a ball game and just bask in the peace and the calm and the Mm -hmm. picnic atmosphere so that's the only reason I say baseball is – look, I know we have all this craziness going on. I know these times are scary. I know everybody's worried, and I get it. I do. But at the same time, if we cannot – if we don't have things we can find refuge in, then we will we will continue to disintegrate and crack as a society mm-hmm. and as a yeah. community of baseball fans. So that's why – that's the only reason I say I think baseball is important. It may be not existentially consequential – but it is important. And I, I agree with that. Wilson asks me every single day, every day, because we go out and we go for a drive just to get out of the house because there's nowhere we can go. That's and right. With where we live, we drive by a spring training facility just about anywhere we go. Anytime we go yeah. for a drive, we either see we see a spring training facility, we can see Chase Field from just about anywhere. And Wilson asks me every single time, Dad, when are we going to go to a baseball game? I'm like, yeah. Once they start playing and they let us in, we're going to go. Like, we will go at the first opportunity because that's what we're waiting for. You know, I totally agree with you. I'd be there four days a week if I could. So, yeah, I would yeah, too. No, I I get the importance of – I agree with you on that. That yeah, emotionally stability, it, it is important. But at the same time, you know, like, I've, there are other things that we need to get settled, like, sorted out. Before, I agree. Before that's – so. And I know it's semantics, but – yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Um, so the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays have done a really interesting thing because they're in Canada, and they have the. Uh, <laughs> Listen, that was not disparaging in any way. They just are in Canada, and, yeah. and they have they, they have just have a different set of rules. Different set. Of rules different set of rules. That's exactly so, right. So they have a different set of rules in Canada, and the Quarantine Act states that they are able to find their players for violating quarantine. Yeah. And it's very interesting. So if, if they're isolating at Roger center and if they are caught outside on the streets, it's a drum roll, please. (laughs) $750,000 fine. So much. (laughs) I mean, the league minimum for a complete season is five hundred and fifty thousand. That's right. <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> that is a whole lot of money to be fined. So this is hundreds of thousand dollars in excess of the league minimum. So you know, there's a bunch of those fools up there, like they are camped out <laughs> and yeah. they will not leave. And well, the nice thing is, is that they have the hotel at Rogers Center. 
So right, exactly. it's not like they're yes. sleeping in tents. They're sleeping in a hotel room. They have a place to live, an actual place to live, which is great. Yes. Very helpful for the situation. Um, You're I'm right. sure. I mean, I know I'd get cabin fever if that was me. I get cabin fever really bad with stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not necessarily, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not necessarily somebody who loves to go out and be on the town, but I got to get out and walk around and they can't even do that. Yeah. Because that fine is if they are caught on the streets and not in the <laughs> hotel room. So that's, <laughs> that is a big fat fine. So, yeah, that's big. So I just thought that we should talk about that. It's pretty relevant. Yeah. Well, and and anybody who comes up there to play, anybody who goes to play in Toronto, they, they, they are beholden to the same rules. Right. That, have, that is the implication. To, they have to get to Rogers Center. They have to stay there for the three or four game series, and then they can leave when they, when they go to leave town. So wow, tough. That's brutal. But what do you do? You know, mm. I mean, I guess you uh, you get to know everybody by PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, and you play some play some video games together. But so this brings a really interesting question to bear. I know that a couple weeks ago we got on a plane and there was an option to to route through Houston for a connecting flight, and Houston made it a mandatory fourteen day quarantine for on the ground if you. Even if you just flew in for a connecting flight to Houston, you wow. had to quarantine in Houston for 14 days. I don't know what that means for the season, honestly. That's that's um, really interesting. Yeah, I I think I wonder how these questions are being addressed. I hadn't thought about it until just now. Yeah, well, because I remember there was there was that mandatory quarantine window. I think in New York, right? Yeah, and. Uh, and the governor of New York was wanting the Yankees to come back so badly to start playing that, like, come back and not just, like, train, but also to be able to have their season. He waived it. He said, you don't need to quarantine. You, you're fine. Mm. You know, I know I know most of you guys have been quarantining anyway, so it's fine. But still, like, not everybody has been. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's right. Yeah, that's, Some of those guys yeah, in the Dominican so... maybe. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if they're I don't know if they're going to waive that in Houston too or not or how they're going to do that, but that that will sure be interesting. I don't know, maybe they'll move them out of Texas and there's not so much travel. Yeah, that could be. Just saying. Just saying. But, Thank you. Thanks for plugging that again. <laughs> I to, it's a point I, I have to make every single episode. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> All right, baseball anyways, family. And with that, we are going to take a quick break, and we'll be back at you in just a minute with KBO updates. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if I never get back with me, Root. Root, root for the home day. Don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Shop kids' baseball shirts at 9plusss.com. Welcome back, baseball family. Let's get into our weekly KBO update. So, like I said, I think I said this last week that I am I'm working from home still, and 
I've had a lot of opportunity to turn on KBO games. So I've been super deep, like neck deep KBO yeah. watching every single day. Um, I'm really upset about how infrequently they show dinos games. And that might go back to, we talked about this months ago when we first started talking about this, about how the dinos are a small market team, right? And that might yeah, be why, because right. you can get the Doosan Bears all the time. You get the LG Twins, KT yeah. Wiz, um, who else? Samsung Lions. You get those games a ton. Samsung but, Lions. But it's tough yeah, to get exactly. an NC Dinos game, which is funny because they're the best team in the KBO by far. Yeah, like four games far. up right now. Like That's right. Come on now. Come on, Spo TV, get on it, and let's show some more. Yeah, <laughs> show come some on. more Dinos games. <laughs> Sorry, five games. I was, it was four games while I was watching the game today. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. It's five games. I forget the yeah, time zone. Yeah, Kiwoom, I guess. And by the time you all are listening to this, yeah. it might be more. Yeah, it's Friday. The Dinos so. are playing some excellent ball right now. It's is here's the thing. I, was, I started are. to tell you this earlier, but then I stopped. So. The thing that I love about watching the, K- the KBO is that the offense is better than the defense. Like, the hitting is mm-hmm. better than the pitching. As much as I love to watch guys go up there and blow stuff by batters and like and throw nasty breaking stuff and strike guys out making them look silly, that just is not necessarily the case in the KBO. So there's not nearly as many strikeouts, balls put in play. You get to watch some great defense. You get to see maybe some defensive yep. lapses, and dang it, Brig, the freaking Dinos today! I feel like got a hit in just about every inning. We're on base, and you felt like they're going to score every time. Yeah. And it, you know they just about did twelve to two. They had a couple of big innings to contribute to that. But it's it's a lot of fun to watch when your team's winning. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Now I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm getting the yes. fever. <laughs> Pretty soon you will be a uh, Yankees fan. That's no big deal. <laughs> now, let, hold on. Hold on. Don't. <laughs> I know. That was the most bold of statements. I can't believe you would go so far as to say that. Well, I just it's a campaign. So this is the beginning. So <laughs> I didn't know that KBO would be the facilitator of such wonderful things to come in your life. But here, here we, we are. are. No, I, I, I like my small market are. teams, You're... and the Dinos might end up being my justification <laughs> for sticking with a small market team. So, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. they might. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, one of the things that I'm noticing about the KBO that we brought up in our KBO intro uh-huh. video was that the opportunity to, to tie, to end a game on a draw, is available right. mm-hmm. in the KBO. However... It has not happened one time this season. Not one time. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's pretty it interesting. It is. It is interesting. <laughs> and the fact that they can get out of a game it with inside three extra innings, that's that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And I and I haven't actually gotten to watch any extra any extra inning KBO games. So I don't know how much the strategy changes. I mean, we're gonna see a ton of strategy change this year in MLB with the runner starting on second base. Um, like we're going to see right. first guy gets up there, bunt the runner over and then a sack fly and possibly game over, you know? So 
we're gonna. That's right. I expect something yeah, very similar. Yeah. To that. So yeah. I don't know how much strategy changes in extra innings in the KBO, but it seems like they're doing something and they're getting out of there. And it might be the fact that bullpens yeah. are not great, because the Dinos That's have right. the worst bullpen in the KBO, and they're plus six, but they're also the best team. You know, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a team with that bad of a bullpen and still that good of an offense. I mean, look at the Mariners. They're not good. And that's been their story the last couple of years. You know, they have pretty, pretty good yeah, offense, but terrible bullpen. Yeah. But look at the Yankees last mm-hmm. year. Okay. They had an excellent bullpen and they had great offense. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It takes way it more does. than that. Yeah. It just does because without a solid starting rotation, you're yeah. You're if you host. dig that, if you dig that hole too deep in the beginning of the game, and that's the thing that Dinos do have is that's they right. have a great starting rotation. They are very they strong, and that is what's carrying mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and one of the things they talk about because they have the ESPN broadcasters basically just having conversation about just stuff. They have guests on and just they're talking about other things while this yeah. baseball game is going on on the side. It, it's, it's a little bit different watch, but anyway, one of the things they talk about is that it as is. soon as the bullpen starts coming into the game, it is a completely different ball game that you can be down five, the relief pitcher kind of, you know, start bringing relief pitchers in and you're right back in it because it, you know, string together a few hits and you're going to, and you're, it, it's a tie ball game again. So you're never down and out in the KBO right. because of the bullpen situation. So, because I think the best bullpen is still still has a an ERA of like four plus. So, the Rangers, yes. So, um, which which is just astonishing for the traditional baseball fan in a, especially in yeah. the United States. But, um, oh, I just lost what I was going to say. Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> Must not have been that important. But anyways. Ah, I'm okay no, with that. I'm at peace. But but seeing this, and, and I've talked about how when you win, like we've talked about the playoff format, that winning the KBO might not be the best situation because you come in super rusty into the championship series. But it might, it yep. very well could be the very best situation for the Dinos because if they come in and they have that bullpen that's not not very good, but somebody else's bullpen has been exhausted yeah. getting there. That could be the best case scenario yes. for them. So, oh, I totally agree. Even if it's the number two team that defeats the yep. runner up, and but and has to tire those arms on the way to that number mm-hmm. one yep. seed, you know, it's exactly right. Even if that just that one level removed could be the yeah. difference so yeah. yeah i and i know we were we were kind of knocking it earlier uh but we'll see yeah. you know we'll see what yeah, happens and it's uh, definitely set up for the best team to win we'll see how it goes see what happens um i know Dusan last year was yeah. out like way out um going into the last like month of the season i think is what somebody said and then i, just, I believe this is a comment on on our youtube channel Somebody said that Doosan was down and out going to the last month of the season. They came back, they won the KBO, and then they won the Korean series. So That's right. That's so exactly right. It ain't over because they're playing a full 144-game season, so there's plenty of baseball left. There's plenty. So, Brad, you said that, you know, listen, <laughs> viewers and listeners, <laughs> Brad has this thing that he loves to do where he loves to quiz me well, on stuff. Well, it's just it's a bit of trivia it's not a quiz i'm gonna save you this time oh okay good because i thought you were gonna hit me with a trivia question about korean baseball and i thought of all the of all the scenarios where i could be the least comfortable this would be 
right near the top yeah. of the list. I already suck at MLB trivia, like bad. Like, and I don't know, I don't know if it's testing anxiety or if it's you know for what. But I, when you said I have KBO trivia, I was like, no, <laughs> I give up right now. <laughs> I just don't care. I guess. No, I so this. But you're saying you're not. You're not gonna. No, quiz me. no, no, no. This is just a fun little bit of information oh. that I heard. So, Daniel Kim, he okay, is good. like the KBO insider. <laughs> he comes on the ESPN broadcast, talks to them a lot. He's awesome. He has a lot of fun information. So he's talking about the LG twins. Okay. So some right. of you who are familiar with the LG brand and its history might know what LG stands for. Do you know what it stands for, Brig? Why you see you said well, you were going to ask just... me a question and then you did. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Anyway, Brig, did you know that LG stands for Lucky Gold Star? Lucky Gold Star Group. Okay. No. Lucky Gold Star. Lucky Gold Star is what LG stands for. So that was the name of the company for a long time. It was wow. the Lucky Gold Star Group okay. was the name that LG used. So, but they've owned the LG Twins for a long time. I think they came into the, I think they're an OG in the league. And they've owned them from, from the mm-hmm. beginning. And so Lucky Gold Star Group, that's a lot of words to put on a jersey. So they just put LG on the jerseys. Well, in 1994, when the LG Twins won the, won the Korean series, um, the executives saw those jerseys and said, man, LG looks really good on that jersey. What if we just shorten the, the name of the company to LG? And that's where that comes from. That's where the name brand LG comes from. Is they like the way that it looked on the baseball jerseys. Changes from Lucky Lucky Gold Star Group to LG. How awesome is that? <laughs> uh, that's staggering amount of awesome. Yeah, I was like, geez, baseball has just established an entire world of electronics. The way that you reference it, like our washer dryer, our LG. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> People listening may, might have an so LG So is my TV. refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. It's everywhere. And it's because yeah, so of... so is my television. Yeah. It's because of the, the the way it looked on the jersey. Super cool. It's because of baseball. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Yep. Uh, amazing. Absolutely. Well, Brig, do you want to... There's one more well, thing just... we wanted to get in here before we went to a break. <laughs> yeah. There <laughs> so, is. So, you want to go ahead and... Listen. And... Uh, Lead us in with that. <laughs> I think we should get real serious for yeah, a minute. Okay. All right, I'm serious. And I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little closer to the camera. Okay. Everybody who's listening, tune it like listen close. We are starting an official petition to remove Rob Manfred. From his position as the commissioner of Major League Baseball. And we need your support. <laughs> <laughs> we we literally are fed up. We can't we don't care anymore. And obviously we know Bob Costas does not want to be the commissioner of baseball. We got it. Uh he would be our number one nomination as a replacement. But we also do not want to ruin baseball for him or anyone else. And so we don't know who it should be. Maybe Joe Torre. We don't know. But 
I do want to tell you to look out for our forthcoming petition to remove Rob Manfred as commissioner of Major League Baseball. That's right. Yep. It's a real thing that's happening. We will send it out. I'll it's put the link thing. in the doobly-doo as soon as we get it all. In fact, yep. I will update the doobly-doo with this episode when we have it together, and it will be in the doobly-doo from now until whenever. Probably until Rob Manfred is removed from office as commissioner. So, it, Yeah, it cannot come too soon. Yeah. We cannot have him even taking part at all in the collective bargaining agreement mm-hmm. that's coming coming up. I'm sorry. I think he has botched nearly everything he's been a part mm-hmm. of up until this point. And he has, uh, you know, he called the commissioner's trophy a piece of metal. Yeah. And that was, to me, you know what? I was looking back and I thought... You know, that was, uh, <laughs> I don't even well, it, know. It, I'm so offended. It just rings of somebody <laughs> who has never won anything in his entire life. And so he just doesn't get yeah. it. He doesn't understand the competition. He doesn't understand the meaning behind it. He doesn't understand what it, like, he doesn't get it. And you can't have somebody who doesn't get it running a league, a multi-billion dollar league. It, it makes no sense to me. Right. And we harp on the money constantly, mm-hmm. right? Because it's such a central narrative. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there are so many people's lives, li- well, livelihoods mm-hmm. on, the, on the line here at stake. Mm-hmm. And, and he just does not seem to care. Yep. And I've had it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So we hope you'll join us. We hope you'll add your name to the petition. Um, be a, uh, be part of the signature list because um, what did you say, Brad? We need a certain amount to get congressional uh, attention, anyway. Oh, I don't know. I didn't even. It's a, I... it's a, there's a certain amount before you can get congressional attention, and I don't want to invite Congress and and the government into baseball any more than it already is. But I'm I'm pretty interested in making sure Rob Manfred is no longer part of this organization. So, please join us. We're very eager to get taken care of before the collective bargaining agreement takes place, mm-hmm. and we will run this into the ground if we have to. So, yep. Share it with your friends, like we always say with the podcast. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends right. about it. Get as many people as you can to sign it, because if we can bring that to the attention of, I mean, the ultimately what it comes down to for the commissioner is either he will step down or he will be fired by the owners. And if enough owners see this petition, like I'm serious about this. If enough owners see this, see the signatures on this position petition, they could end up firing him because if they say the future of the league is not in good hands with this commissioner and everybody sees it, but us somehow they'll evaluate. So well, because they're interested in protecting their investment. Mm-hmm. And if they see him as a detraction mm-hmm. from the dollar that they stand to earn, yep. then then they will remove him as a barrier mm-hmm. to their future success. Yep. And honestly, we, we here are more concerned with the success of Major League Baseball as a community, not as a dollar amount. Right. Um, but, but we understand that we have to pull those strings in order to leverage that mm-hmm. yeah if that's where you if have to go to, sense. Yeah, I mean, no yeah if that's where you have to go 
to yeah. better the other aspects of it, then absolutely. So, yeah. So we hope you'll join us. Put a smile on your face. Put your signature on the on the petition. That's right. And let's see what happens. Yeah, that's right. This is our grand experiment. It is. It is a grand experiment. Yeah. That's a perfect way to describe it. But hey, let's go ahead and take one more quick break. When we get back, we're going to have a special guest, and we're going to talk about the logo tournament that we had on the uh, Nine Plus Us VIP group on Facebook. No matter which ballpark you're at, you want to rep your team. Now you can with 9 Plus Us. Welcome to the Big City Series. With every design available in your team's colors, you can fit in with the home crowd or stand out on the road. Either way, we have the colors you crave. Shop the Big City Series and find designs that rep your favorite baseball podcast, cheer from the cheap seats, and much more. Shop the Big City Series only at 9plusus.com. Welcome back, baseball family, to another irreverent segment three of the Baseball Together podcast. We're very excited to be here. We have a guest with us again this evening or this morning for you, depending on where you are in your life. I'm not going to tell you how to live it. We have Jason here, and we're very excited to have him back. Jason, how are you? I'm doing good. How's it going with you guys? Man, good. Glad is. to have you, Jason. Glad to have you. Yes. Uh, thanks for having me again. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, for those of you watching and listening who may not have caught this last time, Jason is our tournament czar. What should we call you? It should be an official name. Well, we could go with uh, the name of Jeff Goldblum's character on Thor Ragnarok and call him the Grand Master. Oh, very good. Anybody? I love it. Okay. Just don't call me Manfred. Whoa! (laughs) Never! Such an insult she'll never grace this stage, sir. The lowest. The lowest of the insults. Jeez. Few words are as devastating. Okay, so Jason, we've brought him back on the show because he has recently conducted and completed a tournament on the 9 Plus S VIP group on Facebook, of which all of you are welcome to join. And what he has done was pitted each of the Major League Baseball logos against one another, and it it was it was intense. <laughs> it did, it did get intense. <laughs> it it was, did. Yeah. So in this segment, we're going to break down kind of what happened with the tournament, who won, who uh, what some upsets were, what some of the people thought, et cetera, what we think. And so, Jason, first, when did you come up with this idea? How did it materialize? Ready to go. Uh, it started because the previous tournament over uh, overrated player got so uh, antagonistic, maybe. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I figured well, it's something light to change the mood. Well, well that's you what thought, we thought it was right? going to be yeah. light, right? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know how passionate this was going to get. Yeah. Yeah, you think somebody would just be like, oh, "Okay, there's there's the uh there's the winning logo." But no, no. And uh, I mean division rivals. No. Absolutely not. No. So. That's exactly right. What one of the things I thought was most interesting was how many people opted to not vote at different points. <laughs> <laughs> And they would comment on the poll. They'd mm-hmm. say, I refuse. I am not going to participate <laughs> yeah. in this shenanigan. 
and and I can see that like I don't know, just pick one though. Like I I guess like they're both really good logos or they're both teams I can't support in any way. So they're not voting, but just I don't know. Pick one, flip a coin. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, it got really interesting, I thought. So if first, if you don't I'm vote, gonna... you can't complain about the winner. How about that? Okay. Go ahead, Briggs. Sorry. Well, no, that's a valid point. Okay. Um Jason, tell us where what what source you used for the logos. You have a very specific source. Um, so that everybody wants to go and look, they can look. Yeah. I go to uh, sports-logos.net. It's ran by a guy named Chris Kramer. He does an extremely thorough job on tracking sports logos, be it baseball, football, basketball, hockey. I think he's even dabbling into college sports and the Olympics now, which is just wow. crazy. Um, wow. But as far as the baseball logos go, I mean, he has them back to when the team began. He has teams that haven't even been playing for – 50, 60 years now. Just the amount of information logo-wise on that site is fantastic. Yeah, that's a great one. I like the way that he that he organizes everything. You can make, you can easily see the primary, secondary, sometimes a tertiary logo if they have it. Um, yeah, it, it's really cool. It's it's a great resource if you're if you're logo nerds like we are, all three of us. Then it it's it's kind of a place you can go hang out a little bit and geek out. It's fun. It's a good time. Definitely. Yeah, we always nerd out about shapes and colors here, so yeah. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah, now, emotional reactions. Now, listen, before I ask you your opinions on things, because that is part of what I want to do, I want to know why, Jason, why did you pit the Yankees and the Red Sox against each other in the very first round? <laughs> I didn't do that. I randomized the, the standings when I entered the teams. Yeah, but but couldn't you have gone in and said, oh, let's switch these? <laughs> I wasn't touching it after it was randomized. <laughs> You're like, Plus, I don't want anything to do it. smart man. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, did not think the Yankees would lose that one. Yeah, and they did lose, for those of you watching and listening, the Yankees did lose to the Red Sox. It was a tight race, mm-hmm. but ultimately the Red Sox did prevail, and hopefully that's the last time I ever say that. Phrase. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> take that dad <laughs> um, my dad my dad's a big red Sox fan <laughs> and he's been wrong for so long um it's fine so so moving on i want to know jason <laughs> which which uh matchup did you did you think was the most uh interesting let's just start there most interesting uh man i gotta go with that marlins blue jays one because it was two votes that separated them in the quarterfinals right yep i was gonna say the same thing brad what did you think of that that was a good one because they're both great logos um like i love the marlins current logo that those electric colors looks like a neon sign just fantastic they got it right the Blue Jays logo with the with the maple leaf looks really good. That's that's a lot of fun. I I don't even know if fun is the way to describe it. It just it looks good. You it's know, sharp. right? Like, it's sharp. Yeah, it's sharp. Yeah. Yeah, it's the the lines are, are crisp and, and nice. It's a really sharp logo. But I, I honestly would have liked to have seen the the Marlins logo go through. I mean, that's that's one of my favorite ones. The combination of the color scheme, just the the simplicity of it is really cool. Um yeah. that's one I would like to see go through, but but your 
you're among many who feel that way, but not there are a lot of people who disagree with you. I say apparently not enough of us, right? So yeah, so, so. I, I I agree with you. the The color scheme, the the way they've tapped into the culture and made it relevant mm-hmm. to the people there in Miami, it's it's really really great. But Jason, what do you think? I'm not a big fan of the New Marlins logo. <laughs> I fought I fought the pain of the 1993 World Series to vote for the Blue Jays. Because I dislike the Kurt Mar- Marlins logo that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's intense. That, but the teal and black are, uh, is just like it, fantastic. It looks good. I just yeah. don't think it stacks up to the original Florida Marlins logo. It's more yeah, that... better than that multicolor red yacht-looking oh. fish logo. Yeah, that was there was too much going on with that for sure. The teal and the black. There's there are a few logos in the history of baseball. I feel like that can rival that because that was a that was a good look. It was a good look. I remember playing little league, and we had I was on the Marlins team at one point, and they had the teal crown with mm -hmm, the 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 F and the Marlin through it, and then the black uh, visor. So I'm gonna call it a visor. Back off. Hold on, let's stop for just a second. Hey, Brig, why do you call it a visor? We went to it. We meant to address this like weeks ago, but we never did. Why is it a visor? Listen, let me show you. <laughs> How many people can turn around and have one of their hats right behind them? Okay, so listen, <laughs> this is a hat. Okay, in case you didn't know, it's a snapback. So that's the only way to go. Um, when you construct a hat, you have to talk about each individual element of the cap itself. Right, and this happens to be a six-panel cap. If you look, there's one, two, three, four, five, six panels in this cap, and then this technically this piece is called the visor because it is the portion of the hat that shades the sun from your eyeballs, Brad. So this green under visor, <laughs> this adornment is a decision you make when you construct a cap. <laughs> that is why I call it a visor. I did not call it a visor my whole life. I've always called it a brim. I think the word bill is offensive. But that's just me. I'm particular about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, that makes sense. I always thought of the visor as like a, a topless hat. Right. You know, with yeah. like the whole cut in it. But that's so because it's not a hat. Tennis. It's just yeah. the visor that is strapped to your face. That's all and that, that makes is. Sense. That makes sense yeah. now. I can make sense of that. So Okay, good. Well, I'm glad we it. put that to bed. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> uh, really funny. Um, but anyways, what were we talking about? We are talking about logos. <laughs> and... <laughs> And we were talking about the Blue Jays oh, we're talking versus about the, the Marlins. Marlins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think that Marlins logo needs to be appreciated while we have it because, I mean, two years, Derek Jeter's probably going to change it because that's what they do down there. I don't know if they think that if they change the logo, they'll start winning or what. But I feel like they change that logo all the time. Oh, I wanted know? to jump in here so, quick. Uh, I also was on a little league team called the Marlins. Ah. I was too. What? I was too. Black jersey. Yes. Uh, <laughs> teal crown with the, bl- yep, with the black thing. visor. Yeah. The black visor. I was too. Oh. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. That's so funny. This just got yeah, so I remember, much better. 
I remember I, I got the shirt and I saw M A R and I was like oh, the Mariners and then I opened it more and I was like the freaking Marlins ah. Oh. All right, so, question though: Did we just become best friends? I think we did. Okay. I think so. <laughs> uh, it's the only thing that makes sense. Um, Jason, you have an opinion on which logo went far, further into this than you thought they would. Tell us about that. Uh, the O's logo, I thought, uh, was interesting that it went as far as it did. It's a good logo, and it's a throwback logo to their 80s, 70s heyday under Earl sure. Weaver. But, and it's worlds better than that real-life-looking Oriole that they had on their hat for years. Um, yeah. I just think it's a little too cartoony, which I think is mm-hmm. what stopped it from moving forward against uh, the Brewers. But great logo. Just I'm surprised they went as far as it did. Yeah, it, I totally agree with you that it's too cartoony because it feels like the logo for the Orioles Kids Club. Yeah. That yeah. like they would have their other logo and that would be the one they put on their kids' T-shirts, on the kids' hats, and and stuff like that. And that's that's why I couldn't bring myself to vote for it because, it yeah, I was like, that's not a big leaguer logo. That's a little leaguer logo. It's like the, the tiny O's or something like that. I don't know. But that's what, that's what it feels like to me. There has been discussion of them being on a cereal box. <laughs> yeah in this group I, I, even yes i could see it yeah I, I could see it on the oreo o's box mm-hmm. very good because the orioles call them the oreos and then also the oreo o's yeah but see the oreo cereal would taste like failure so it's terrible. No, no. <laughs> You're but right. The presentation would be really good because that stadium is fantastic. It tastes like oh. bad team ownership. Whoa. <laughs> so the box would look really good, but the taste would be terrible. Yes. Is what we're saying. There is you that go. what we can can agree on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it now it's like shot Chris Davis's contract. Oh, oh, I thought we were going to pull out. I thought it was over. So it leaves a bad taste in your mouth for years to come. Hey, at least it's not everything else you eat the rest of the day. At least it's not the Giancarlo Stanton contract. Okay. Stanton at least hits when he's in the line. Yeah, he hits Masahiro Tanaka in the face is what he does and makes the contract even worse. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm still Tanaka will be fine. Tanaka will be fine. Yeah. Only because he's Tanaka. Anyway, yeah. what a just <laughs> Okay, now that we firmly just jabbed at my dark spot, let's <laughs> let's talk about the Detroit Tigers. We have to. <sighs> yeah. Because they they really took this took this thing by storm. They went all the way to semifinals. And they they went up against the Blue Jays and ultimately lost. But I don't think many people expected Detroit to make it that far into this tournament. When you look at the teams whose logos they beat, it is a pretty good run. They beat the Royals, the Twins, and the Mariners. All good logos. That that last one is especially great. I'll say that. Even though, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I do associate kind of like what you said, you know, the Orioles logo would be associated with losing. The Mariners logo is associated with losing. I don't <laughs> I don't ever expect the Mariners to win anything. I don't even expect them to win a best logo tournament Whoa. because they just lose <laughs> oh as great as it is the combination of the color scheme the originality of the of the compass rose everything i just i just don't expect them to win it because they don't win anything they won 116 games and have and haven't been to the playoffs since and couldn't even win the world series that year right so apparently they can't even win an nes con- uh, run either Dude, <laughs> my game's so stinking hard. <laughs> Under the name Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball, okay? Oh, you would think, yeah, right? You would yeah. think. It's good lineup, everything, but man, no. <laughs> Pitching stinks. <laughs> Defense is pretty bad, too. That, that's that's on me. <laughs> that's a user. That's a end user error. User error. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like... The Mariners and Tigers, I would have expected the Mariners to win that. Like I said, color scheme, originality with the compass rose up against an Old English D. Which I love. Yeah, the Old English D I looks understand. amazing. I think it's amazing. I understand that. But, but if, you're, if your team name, if your nickname is a Tiger, you got to do something with it. Like, they used to have that logo with the Tiger in it, and that was one of my favorite logos in the league because it looked cool. Looked really cool that they're incorporating the team name into a, a plain old old English D. I thought it looked yeah, cool. Yeah, but but I really think that anything they would do past the old English D would be campy, cartoony, almost to a fault. Like you can't avoid that. Mm. And we end up back with an Orioles problem. Almost no matter what. Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. When you bring in Tony the Tiger, I kind of feel like it. But it's still just so plain. So plain. Yeah, but it's. I mean, even if you put like. But it's like the little black dress of baseball logos, man. It's like it's never bad. It's timeless. It's timeless. And when I see that logo, I cannot stop myself from thinking Ty Cobb. Like it's the first thing that comes to my mind. Go. Yeah. And this is the thing. I won't say that the, the Tigers logo is bad. Like I'm. I'm not arguing okay, that it's bad. Because that's I what it sounds like, like it you're saying, much. Brad. I know. I know <laughs> that. I feel like there's there's things you can do with it to make it different because it is so old, but at the same time, like yeah, it's iconic. And if it had gone up against most other teams in, because I like the Twins logo, I like the Royals logo, but I think I voted for the Tigers logo for both of those. If I think if I'm remembering mm-hmm. right, but I don't know, I'm biased. So that's it. Well, that's all there is to it. Be that way. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> so now, Jason, why don't you tell us who won, and 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 let's talk about why. Uh, so the Brewers won. They uh, got 29 votes over 17 votes for the Blue Jays. Uh, definitely two really good logos going into the finals. Uh, the Brewers were my pick once they beat the Phils. I thought either the Phils or the Brewers in that matchup would have taken it all the way. Man, that Brewers logo, since they announced it as the 2020 logo, just a good job of a team listening to the fans' wants for the team. Yeah. It's the old MB glove logo. Mm-hmm. They updated it with uh, that really nice gold accent color and a na- deep navy blue main color. Really good job taking a throwback logo and modernizing it. Yeah, that that navy blue color is is amazing. Yeah. Ever since I saw that, and I actually saw a Mariner shirt I sent to you guys, the old Trident, with that exact same color scheme, that that navy blue with the kind of that gold yellow. Yep. 
And I was, I, the first time I saw it, I was like, this color scheme is freaking amazing. I need this shirt, and the Mariners need to take this and get rid of the Sundays with the royal blue and yellow with this with the S and the and the compass rose, and put this on Sunday because this looks sharp, looks really good. The colors really pop. It's really strong, and the Brewers. They nailed it. And that's part of the reason I voted for that one because that color scheme is so strong, and the MB logo is awesome. Yeah. It's so cool that it's a it's a glove with that's shaped like an MB. I I like that stuff. I can't do it, so it's amazing to me. <laughs> it is amazing, and you know, I was just I haven't brought this up till now. I'm just looking at the logo again as you both have been speaking, and I'm looking more closely. There is a line of royal blue, like a like a really prominent royal blue running through that outer almost the outer ring of their logo up against the navy i did not notice that until just now and i think that Mm. if you took that away this logo falls a little more flat but because they've incorporated that pop of lighter blue we end Mm -hmm. up with a much more compelling visual subtle details go a long way yeah, it, it adds yeah. a nice pop to it. Yeah, it's true because it adds a little bit of texture yeah. to it. And I think if it had gone straight out to that that yellow border, that it would it would be very yeah very flat. That's cool. I hadn't I hadn't yeah, noticed not that till, not till just now. Same thing. If you'll notice the stitching in the center of the baseball sitting in the glove, there are no mm-hmm. stitches coming off of it. They've opted for the solid lines to represent the baseball stitching. I also think that was a humdinger decision. 100% the right choice. Yeah, great logo. Mm-hmm. It's a great logo. Well, have you have you seen the old logo and the new logo side no. by side? So there's a there's a subtle difference because it's the same same glove, same MB, yeah. everything. I'm actually looking at it right now. So like you said, it's you've got like the yep. two seams yep. coming down. What it was before was actually. It was like the side of the ball where the where the laces kind of come almost at oh, an S. Yeah. It's uh, it, that's an interesting little. That's interesting. I didn't made. know that. I was just examining this one to so. a greater degree and noticing. Yeah. Yeah. Things. It's, a, it's a subtle. It's a subtle change, but it looks amazing. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. It it makes the ball look that much better. I don't know. You know, it's such a tiny thing. Who would have thought? No, but. <laughs> and it what it does is it makes yeah. the B more pronounced. Which then yes. highlights the M, mm-hmm. which then, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it brings yeah, it all together. Yeah, way to go. Instead of saying potentially BS, it you know, you get BM. <laughs> we know all about BS here. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> let did. me encourage you to jump on our shop at 9plusus.com. It's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com, 9plusus.com. We have a ton of great products for your wearing pleasure. I'm wearing my pirate baseball hat today, and I've got my 9 Plus Us original logo on on my yellow t-shirt, which is actually a really great combo. And uh, Brad, you're wearing your perfect hat, right? Yep, perfect hat backwards because of the green screen. But yep, I got perfect hat on tonight and my Freedom Swing t-shirt. We do new stuff on the shop all the time. We're going to discount. We have a new tournament coming up. And we'll tease that a little bit. You can stay tuned and we'll tell you more about that. But it will incorporate discount codes to the shop as well. So we'll let you tune in mm-hmm. next time to learn more about that. 
<laughs> Jason, do you want to do you want to yeah, plug the it. the next uh, yeah. the next tournament? Well, I mean, while we're talking about the shop, go ahead and tell us. What so we're gonna uh, do. the next tournament is something that uh, Brig and I have been working on. It's going to be incorporating the nine plus us designs. Uh, pretty much to have people decide which one they think is the best one. Mm-hmm. And then discounted heavily, <laughs> just yes. for fun, just because why not? <laughs> Discounts along the way. Yeah, yeah we, we love do. them. It's fun. But thanks for joining us, Jason. We always appreciate you having on all two times now. Yes, Tons thank you fun. for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Baseball family, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Um, you can submit to our mailbag. If there's anything you want us to talk about, any topics you want to hear, any questions for us, comments, concerns, snide remarks, go ahead and send them, send them our way, and we will always answer them. And baseball family, we will catch you next week. Thank you.